Good evening, David. <laughs> hi, hi. What? what? No, just hi. Just a happy hi. Oh, it's just unusual. You know, yeah. usually... What, I, what? I, me, for me to be happy? Yeah, you usually start off miserable and I have to sort of warm you into the episode, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I ease myself in. Oof. Oh, kinky. Oof. How have you been, Dave? Yeah, actually very all right, thank you. Very all right. Just very all right. All right, I'm fine. Stop going on about it. How are you? Change the subject. Normal. How are you? Normal. Yeah. Been, I feel like it's been a while since I've pushed you into a position where you have to ask me how I am and then respond. I, I always ask how you are. <laughs> how dare you? What did you have for dinner? Ah, you'll like this, Joe. I had spaghetti bolognese. And guess what I had with it? Did you have some buttered bread? No, I didn't. Did you have some uh, unbuttered bread? No, I didn't. Oh, what could you have put on your bread? Did you have bread with it? I have bread. A form of bread? Yes. What was on it, Dave? It was garlic. Uh, oh, I do like garlic bread, actually. Garlic bread? I'm going to start doing a routine about that. I don't think anyone's done it. Nobody, no northern no. comedian has ever done no. Well, I'm not, not, I'm not northern, bread. so it's different. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's how comedy works. Garlic bread? Oh, not in my day. Oh, oh giving oh, it Self-referencing. Secret sing. Yeah. Yeah. Secret That's an interesting Secret one. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so um, we must. You're right. Don't ask me what I have for dinner, will you? What did you have for dinner, Joe? No, I said don't ask me what I have for dinner. I won't then. Okay, good. Uh, I'd just like to acknowledge um, a comment from one of our biggest fans uh, and friends and former guest and hopefully future guest. Go on. Have I strung that out long enough? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Uh, It's the keyboard warrior, Henry. Oh, Henry Christopher. Hello, Henry. Oh, he's not here. No. Oh, well. Um, he commented on last week's episode on oh, our website. Oh, he's back, back on the keyboard. He's back on the keyboard. It's, you know, he's had, he's had a bit of a sabbatical. Yes. Um, sabbatical keyboard. No. Uh, and he said, oh, nice of you to give Gavin a heads up on the news jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he could tell that we actually didn't throw it on, on Gav yes. like we did poor old Henry. Yes. Um, he said, another good episode, guys. Well done, Gav. Henry, and in brackets, the not-so-keyboard warrior. So he's acknowledged his sort of absence as well from okay, his responsibilities. Yeah. That's it. Short but sweet. Short but sweet. He made, his main point was the fact that we yep. pressured him into doing something. He's clearly harbouring some, still harbouring some bitterness about, about that. That's, his, that's just his character, though, isn't it? Bitter. They don't call him Bitter Twisted. Henry. They don't call him Bitter Henry, do they? No. Mm, what do they call him? Nah. Mr. Christopher. <laughs> anyway, no second names, Dave. Sorry. Unless, oh, really? Well, there are on our logo. So we always we've always used his second name. What keyboard warrior? Yeah. Anyway, scrap it. Scrap, scrap that. We'll edit that out. That Henry. Beep. Well done. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I guess a good place to start is where everybody is expecting us to start. Did you have anything more to add? Are you ready for the news, David? I'm. I'm. I'm ready. Now, Gav did the the live. You're, news you're not ready then. <laughs> No, I am ready. Look. Oh, okay, right, okay, yes. See? Oh, I yeah, see you, you are, see yeah, yeah, very ever ready. So, um, the Gav did the news jingle last week. Yes. Who's going to do it? Well, I think I did a terrible one the week before that, which I'm still slightly ashamed of. That's true. And I'm and still getting over a bit, so I'm, I'm going to... So I have to try and make this even worse to make you feel better, because that's the kind of nice no, no, guy just, that I no, am. No, just do your best. Yeah. Well, your worst. Okay. Um, well, let's just see what comes out then, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Okay. A note that high hasn't come out of my uh, throat for some time. Oops, <laughs> for some throat. time. 
It's not a way that people normally say it that, is it? It's very, very high. Oh, you took a while. Jesus. I could see you were you were um, building yourself to get there as well. I G'd it up quite a lot with my face. Uh, <laughs> you did, yeah, you did. That's a sentence I don't think I've ever said before. and Never will. Probably never will again. Can I start off the news with some um, headlines void of any interest? Of course. Marcel loses celebs go dating love guru job after cheating on Gabby Allen. Oh, what an animal. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, no idea. I've got another one for you. Go on. This one is even more pointless. Okay. Busy parents Peter Andre and wife Emily look exhausted as they take their son Theo to the park. Well, I'd have thought that, but parents looking exhausted. And taking their kids to the park. What? Disgusting. What kind of of humans are they? Absolutely. Oh, reprehensible. Yeah, get them. Take those children away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, would you like to go first, Dave? Shall I go first? Yes. Okay, I've got a, a story here from the Metro. Okay. Uh, headline is, Child spotted at swingers party was <laughs> actually just a short woman. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. far away was this child spotted? I don't know. Uh, police were called to a swingers club after receiving reports that a child was spotted going inside the adult venue. I mean, could be serious stuff. This got pretty out of hand then. The police were called. Yes. Uh, But when they arrived, the police, that is, they discovered it was just a very short woman. (laughs) (laughs) Officers were said to have been left red-faced after they responded to the call from a well-meaning neighbour. It is well-meaning, isn't it? I mean, if he thought it was a child and he knew it was a swingers club... Some then pretty horrible things could have been happening. He's done the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was wrong. Fair enough. Uh, uh, from a well-meaning neighbour near to Club F in Stanley, County Durham. Uh, but when they arrived, they discovered there was no, there were no children inside, but instead one of the club's customers just be, happened to be on the short side. <laughs> <laughs> so this place is a swingers party, but it's in a club. It's not in someone's house. Yeah, it's like a... Club F. Club F, yeah. What's that stand for, do you reckon? Club... F- Fondle? Maybe, yeah. Fuck. Oh. Frolic. Finger. <laughs> F- fudge. <laughs> fudge packing. Yeah. Anyway, continue, please. The feel. Club Feeling. feel. Feeling. I think frolic is my... Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Not finger? Okay. Nah. A spokesman for Durham uh, Constabulary said, Police were called at around 9pm on July 16, 2015. Uh, following concerns, a child had entered a hotel named Club F on High Street, Stanley. Uh, officers spoke to staff at the hotel who confirmed the female was one of their customers who was an adult woman. N- not a child woman. Where, where, <laughs> sorry, where did this take place again? Uh, some, it's count, I know, yeah. County Durham. Yeah. Is that how they talk in County no. Durham? No. 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 Does no, anyone care? No, no, that's, fine. no. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, although police did confirm... Oh, sorry, although police did not confirm how t- how tall the woman was, or how short she was, I should say, uh, their report stated that she was an adult woman of shorter stature. Okay. The club, which has a fully equipped dungeon... Oh, <laughs> fully okay. equipped. Okay. Iron Maiden and all. Uh, complete with a mistress and pole dancing facilities, has had police called to it nearly 20 times since 2015. Sounds like an alright dungeon if it's got pole <laughs> yeah. dancing in it. Yeah. I could do it. Right. I mean, I've not been to many dungeons, but if that was there... Not many, no. Settle. Yeah. Um, on its, uh, on, that was reported on Chronicle Live. On its website, the club is described as one of the country's leading clubs and emphasises friendliness, fun and safety for its members. People pay £10 a year to be a member. £10 a year? That's cheap, isn't it? 
how do they make money out of that? <laughs> What's the point in they charging people have ten a bar pound a year? In there, surely. How many people are going to be members at a swingers club as well? Oh no, you have to be. A, you have to. Pay, oh, I'm not signing up. How much is it? Ten pound. Ten pound. Oh, wait, here you go. Oh, it's definitely a better it's deal too, than my swingers club. I'll have too, to rethink my membership. I think. And I think you're paying over, well over the odds. Well, I guess it's London prices. London, Durham, you London know. Rates, yeah. yeah, London swingers club prices. There, you know. Um, yeah, people take ten pound a year to be a member, and as long as both parties consent, they can have sex with each other on the beds and leather sofas that are dotted throughout the building. So I guess it's an alternative to uh, a brothel or prostitution, isn't it? Where well, everyone's going there for the same thing, aren't they? Like-minded yeah. people. It's basically just a space that they rent that people yeah. want to go and fuck each other. I, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? They're, no, they're like this, so they're all they've all, they know what they're going for. All consenting and, adults, including this slightly smaller than average adult. And and people will go, oh, it's disgusting. It's not for me. Don't go then. Don't, right. Don't don't sign up as a member. Nobody's forcing you. No. And, no, they're exactly not. They're not. And that's how I feel about drugs. <laughs> Good. Well, I haven't got a drug story, so no, okay. next time maybe. I just thought I'd um, once again throw my well, there should into be the a, ring where it wasn't needed. There should be a club where everyone goes to and takes drugs with each other. Yeah. You don't have to go in there if you don't want to. Yeah. Perhaps they have a, a bar next door for people who don't want to do the drugs. You know? Yeah. And you can sort of go in and out as you like. And that's what the swingers do, I'm sure. Go in and out <laughs> as they Literally, like. in and out, in <laughs> all night. Oh, it must be Red Raw. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And that's you. That's, that's you done it. End of story. Can you just read that back headline you, again? Back to it's... you in the studio. You are. In the, I'm in the studio. Child spotted at swingers <laughs> party was actually just a short woman. <laughs> it's priceless. Yeah. Um, back to me in the studio. Hello, me. Um, so I've got two news stories here. Wow. Um, this is new. And I'm going to read you the headlines, and okay. I'd like you to pick the one that you want me to go with this week, and then the one that you don't want me to go with this week, I'll save till next okay. week. Okay. Because nice. I cannot, for the life of me, decide between the two of them. So they're both both juicy. Juicy, yes. Okay. Okay, um, go for it. Yeah. This one is from the mirror. Okay. Why strangers keep pooing on man's garage and <laughs> he's had enough. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean... One more time straight, for effect. Straight in, that's straight in at number one. Why man? Why strangers keep pooing on man's garage and he's had enough? So that's number one. Yeah. By default, that's number one. Yeah, because there's only been one. Well, it's a number two, isn't it? Pooing on... <laughs> that's true, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the second story. Power outage triggers extreme zombie activity alert in Florida City. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's poo or zombies, Dave. That's your choice. Well, you know me, Joe. I, I want to. I want to hear about poo. Poo. Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> the zombies one. I shall save unless I find something better for next week. So, yeah. Once again, it's from the mirror. Uh, so once again, why strangers keep pooing on man's garage and he's had enough? Why? Why do they do why it? Why do they do it? To, to get on, up on a garage and oh. and the, you know how there's usually like a quote or a subheading underneath the, the, yes. the headline. This yes. is this is that. This is not a nighttime problem. It only occurs during the day. It is a meeting place for intravenous drug users across Cardiff. Oh, so you have got a drug story. I've got a drug story, yes. <laughs> a pooey drug story. Ooh. A shit drug story, you could say. Mm. Shit intravenous. Very good. Thank you. Um, a man is upset. Oh, <laughs> A man <laughs> That's is enough. upset. That's story. That's your story. And there's your news. Thank you very much. <laughs> a man is upset because people keep pooing on his carriage. That is annoying, isn't it? <laughs> that would be upsetting. Yeah. Matthew Drayton from Cardiff, Wales, said he's counted at least five incidents in which people have defecated in the lane behind his property in the last few years. (laughs) 
Matthew's house backs onto Partridge Lane in the Roth area of the city. The 49-year-old who lives at home with his wife and toddler said drug users are to blame for deciding his property is a toilet. <laughs> he lives with his wife and toddler? Yeah. He's at home with his wife how, and toddler. He's 49, is he? Yes. Quite an old parent, isn't he? He is a bit, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's, that's, that's fine. It's modern, isn't it? That, eh? Modern. Maybe, maybe young wife. High five. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's now installed CCTV to catch the culprits out. Children have stopped playing in the nearby park due to overflowing bins and syringes. Oh. And obviously shit on the floor, yeah, by the sounds of it. Not nice. This is a quote from Matthew. I cycle to work a couple of times a week and we use the lane a lot because of our bikes. Um, <laughs> <It's>, one, <laughs> I don't get that. One time I cycled straight out and it was all over my tyres. Ah! And if he didn't know it was there, it probably would have ended up all over his back. And it gets it would get in all the treads. That is a nightmare to get out. That is. Human, That's a hose job, that is. That's a hose feces. job. Yep, yep. Another time my wife had to play soft play with her toddler and had to negotiate the feces to get that... That's not really Welsh, is it? Kind of Indian. <laughs> and had to negotiate the feces to get back into the garage as someone had done it while she'd been away. Oh. During the day. Oh. What? Come on, darling. Just just negotiate the feces. Come on. Come on, darling. <laughs> Calling it feces to a kid. <laughs> uh, we always have needles and syringes in the lane. There is all sorts of drug paraphernalia. So, Pete, these, these, these Welsh drug users mm. must be taking drugs that makes them want to go poopy. I don't, yeah. Any and doing it there and then. What they might be. I'm no expert, Const- Dave. I don't know. I don't know. What, take a constipation pill and then take the drug. Oh, no, a constipation pill will help you. A constipation pill doesn't give you constipation, does By it? definition, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That's why I'm not a doctor. Uh, Matthew has recorded a number of people squatting behind his garage and going to the loo. Oh, in... he's seen it. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait for this, right? God. In one clip, a woman brings her own toilet roll. <laughs> so she's ready for it. <laughs> she knew what she was going to do. She, you know, she's got a little, she's got a little Bunsen burner or something to make fire. You know, just a lighter, a teaspoon, a belt to put around her arm. Obviously, a syringe. Yeah. You know, with I don't know, do they put a little bit of water in it or something? Why are you asking me? I don't know. You thought you'd be no, no, okay. no, not anymore. And uh, and a, and of course, bog roll. Right? Yes. So yeah. all your all your stuff to to shoot up the heroin or whatever it is. Yeah. And then of course, next best thing, next most imperative thing. Bog roll. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a, she's a, she, she does like to, you know, smack herself up, but she is a clean freak. Oh yeah, <laughs> she doesn't gotta have like, a, doesn't even mess. Gotta have a squeaky clean bum. Yeah, squeaky bum time. Uh, the dad, sorry, it is likely other incidents have occurred uncaptured on Matthew's recording device. The dad said plans to... That's him, by the way. He's the dad. I understand. Matthew. Yeah. Matthew said plans to install lighting in the troubled lane may only take make the situation worse. Well, because uh, well, they'll be able to see better. I guess. <laughs> and, you know, wipe their bums better. Mm. He said, this is not a nighttime problem. It only, occur- it only occurs during the day. Oh, is so it- that's why lights would be- not be... A- yeah, because it would make... Turn the nighttime into the daytime. And more poo-poos would appear in the well, yeah, yeah, you could you could look at it that way. I think that's what he's looking at. Um, so that that's that's my shit story. That oh. is a shit story, isn't it's it? It's literally really? a shit it's story. Pretty shit that one. Oh, yeah. not nice. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like to live there. The only my only gripe with that is that it said um, pooing on his garage. Yes, and they didn't though, did they? They, they, pooed, they pooed in, in the, the alleyway outside his garage. Because that's what straight away I thought. God, the effort people are going to to just. I mean, you would be in plain sight on top of a garage having a shit. Do it behind the like like they're doing. They're doing it absolutely right. To be fair to them, that's how doing, I do it. They're they're, they're they are that is 
exactly how you should do it. I'm impressed with the technique. The technique is yeah. spot on. If they Techers. climbed up a you know a drain pipe or onto a fence and then onto a garage, by that point you probably shat yourself. Yeah. No, no, you should. Especially applaud- if you're high as a kite, you should applaud them really. And I do. Yeah. Well Inside. done. Inside. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we've not discussed seagull news for some time. No, we have not. Uh, and we're not going to... to no, that's, we are, no, we, we are, are going to. Yeah. So you've got a seagull story. I've got a seagull story. And I've got some seagull headlines. And you've got some seagull headlines. So shall I do the headlines first and then you can roll into your story? Yes, and are you wanting me to uh, yes, I embellish would, them? I would like the... Um, no, what I would like is the um, seagull bong uh, sound effect that you did for me last time. Bong? Yeah, you know, like you could news story here. Uh, here's a 10 o'clock news. Dung. A man in car drives off cliff... Dung. Yeah, but you were giving me a <laughs> ah for each bong. You oh, see? I, okay, yes, I've yeah, forgotten. Yeah. And what I thought you meant then is that you wanted me to uh, impersonate a seagull trying to make a bong sound. No, no, just a <laughs> just a just forget bong, forget the bong. Okay, we're back to the drug story. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, when you're ready, I am ready. Oh, you to want me give to start me the sound effect. One. Yes. No, I need I need a sound effect. Seagulls. We should have spoke about this before, really. Yeah, quick little, ah, and then I'll do the headline. Okay, go. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Seagull knocks out power to hundreds in Aberdeen. <laughs> Seagull in a bit of a flap as it gets stuck between solar panels in Woodley. <laughs> Seagull caught stealing stones from Evicta Gas in Whitstable. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. That was good. Quick fire. Yeah. Yeah. That was with... I don't know if you could tell, we, we didn't prepare for that at all. So it was straight off the bat, kind of. <laughs> I think you could only really... If, if you're a, a consistent fan who's listened to all 63 episodes, wow. uh, you'd you only really know then, wouldn't you? Because it was such a slick production. Thank you. So, well, I, yes, this is my actual story regarding Good. Seagulls. Good, uh, It is from the Metro. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Metro newspaper, famous for its uh, presence on trains. That's in the right. UK, yes. Yes. Particularly in the south area. Commuters. Yes. And the headline is as follows: Restaurant gives diners water pistols to fight off chip stealing seagulls. Oh my goodness. Yes. Extreme. Extreme, and they've been obviously naughty enough for this. To spray the seagulls. Spray the seagulls. So each table and the outside section of this restaurant has been given water pistols to spray them. <laughs> the interesting thing about this story, Dave. Yes. I've been to this restaurant. Have you? Yes. And it is in Australia. Perth, Australia. Right. Um, annoyed at the number of seagulls terrorising diners and attempting to pinch their chips, one restaurant has taken drastic action. Now, everyone who eats at Three Sheets Restaurant in Perth, Australia, is given a water pistol to arm themselves against Brilliant. the uninvited guests. But how they must be being used, you know, for little water fights within the restaurant, surely. You'd expect so, wouldn't Come you? Come on. Especially if, if young people go there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that'd be some, some rad dudes. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a similar technique when I briefly went on holiday to Egypt where they would do this for cats. And they'd have oh, right. water bottles on yes. all the tables that had uh, a lid on, yeah. but they'd poked a very small hole in the lid so you could spray, you could squeeze a bottle and spray water oh, okay. at all the wild wild cats. The or sphinxes. Something. Yes. <laughs> all the little sphinxes running around and they try and nick your food, you just spray them in the face. And they don't like it. I've got a quick tip for you. If you don't like cats in your garden, I'm not fussed. I've got cats, so it doesn't bother me. Shit outside your garage? But if, you, <laughs> if you don't want cats in your garden, <coughs> put orange peel in your flower beds. They just can't hack orange peel. They don't peel. like orange peel. No, thank you. You're welcome. I wonder if it's all citrus fruits they don't like. That is something I haven't tested. 
Try lemons and get back to me. Lemons? (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) Uh, Footage shows people shooting water at any birds that come too close in a bid to stop the birds ruining their dinner and their view. So, any birds. Any bird. But seagulls seem to be the main culprits. Toby Evans, the restaurant's owner, hopes the water pistols will prevent the gulls from ruining the waterfront experience for people. Oh, I hope oh, so too. Me too. He said the seagull problem is Sorry. so bad at so this restaurant. Where's he from? Australia, did you say? He might be, yeah. yeah. There is a quote upcoming. Oh, okay. Uh, and I will attempt. Sure. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Are you ready? Ready. I've got to finish this sentence though that you interrupted me on. I so. thought it was because you said he said. I thought that was the... No. No, it's a precursor to the quote. <laughs> He said the seagull problem is so bad at his restaurant in the capital of Western Australia that something had to be done to keep customers from being scared away. And yes, Dave, you're pointing at me. Here is the quote. <laughs> how, does, how do Australians speak? You've been there. Could you remind me? Oh, good day, mate. You were surely on the barbie. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was bad, mate. It was bad. I think it's that time of year. He told Nine Network Television on Wednesday. They're shrill, aren't they? They're very shrill. Yes. <laughs> now they're getting cheekier and cheekier, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the seagulls congregate near the waterfront restaurants at a marina, Hillary's Boat Harbour, scavenging leftovers, yada yada. Evans decided to equip each table with a water pistol. We've said that. There's one more quote from, from this. Well, this is a customer. Oh, right. Okay. So slightly different Australian man. <laughs> like how you're you're sort of prompting me through this with it. Maybe you're like a director. Um, you're just sort of, I like you. No, do, could do be a want? woman. Could be an Australian woman. Yeah, they do exist. Do they? Not according to. Not according lady. to. No, the whole country they're all actors, aren't yeah. they? So um, we didn't have to throw anything at them. Run for cover, said one customer. <laughs> <laughs> Will that do? Yes, but yeah. Or we didn't have to throw anything at them or run for cover. No, that's, you that's got that rubbish. record. That's all right. That's that, that. That's Australian. It will do. And and strangely enough, they've ended on that quote. Oh, that's right. it. That, that's the end of the story. We didn't have to throw anything at them or run for cover. <laughs> See how the inflection went up at the end. Yeah. I think that's what I got wrong last time. Uh, yeah, that's what. Actually, let's go back back to my notes. Yes, that's what I marked you down on the inflection at the end. Good. Have you got there. a scorecard to sort of show up? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I thought you said. Uh, that's my story. <laughs> Seagull news. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Yeah, it's good, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, it's all right. So mm. what now, I hear you ask? Well, we are going to discuss uh, the what little football news there is left after the end of the season. No, actually, Dave, there's quite a lot. There's been some comings and goings. Yes. Like? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You've got the words. Come on. I've got the words. So I thought I would. we'd have a informal and not reading a news story discussion yes. about the new... Arsenal manager. Yes. Unai Emery. Is that how you say his name? Unai Emery. Say Unai, Unai Emery. Emery. Unai Emery. Yeah. Dick's, that... Dick's brother. Yeah, you, you tried it's, to I know. You tried to educate me with that reference before the episode. Dick I don't Emery. know who he is. It's, a, it's an old one. Dick Emery. Not many people will know that. Not the young'uns that listen to this, nah. this chat. Nah. Oh, Betty. Oh, you are awful, Something but I like, like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They won't know that one either. Come on. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, I'm sure it'd be age here. So, firstly, Dave, who is he? Well, who is he? Good question. Uh, Unai Emery is a Spanish man. Uh, <laughs> from the, Just to clear that up. From the Basque region mm. of Spain. Uh, he played most of his career in the second uh, 
<laughs> second division. Are you just pulling no, this out of your ass? Yeah, he played most of his uh, in his second division. Uh, he got injured uh, at his last club, and the chairman offered him the manager's position. Uh, don't ask me what club it was. I'm not sure where know. he started his career. In I the second divi- second uh, division. No, he's managerial. Yeah, in the second division. Second division. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he rose to prominence at his uh, former club, Sevilla. That's right. They won I the believe. Europa League three times in a row. Three times in a row. So he's got cup-winning uh, pedigree, if that's a way to say yes, it. Yes, he and has. And that must be uh, a European-winning pedigree. That must be attractive to yeah. uh, the Arsenal. And he was at uh, the PSG. He was. Uh, he did all right, though. He won the league, didn't he? Yeah, I don't feel like there's that much competition there maybe but still they cleaned up the league and it's it's not easy to win anything in football so yeah but uh, apparently the um, the three head honchos at Arsenal uh, once they had all their uh, front runners had a blind sealed envelope vote and they all put down uh, Unai Emery it was um, wow okay it was uh, Gazidis no, Unai Emery. <laughs> no, no, you, I thought you <laughs> yeah, were going to yeah. name the three people. You're uh, Gazidis, um, Wheatsheaf and uh, Constable. Right, yeah. They're the three big guys at Arsenal. Uh, uh, one of them's called Stan, isn't Stan it? Constable. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I agree. So what, <laughs> do you know, I don't know much else about him, really. I really don't. And that's kind of what's exciting because it wasn't... There's all sorts of talk about... Arteta, of course, and and the interesting thing is to me is that even up to a few days ago, I saw odds that Unai Emery was out, real outsider at fifty or sixty to one. Right. Suddenly he shoots in there, and I wonder if um, the powers that be, the Cronkies and blah blah blah, they all um, kind of had a crisis. They, it looks like maybe they were going towards Arteta and thought. I think Arteta had a few demands, didn't he, or a few conditions okay. Okay. about transfer policy and things like that that maybe. Didn't they go didn't. his way, or d- he didn't feel he was getting the assurances. Yeah, and uh, and uh, in in light of that, I think City have offered him a new contract. Actually, okay, an improved contract. They're obviously because they they obviously really rate him. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously Guardiola is the immediate one to say, well, he's what an amazing yeah. job he's done. But it's never always one person at the top, is it? It's no. an entire effort, and Arteta's obviously been a big part of that. So, and it seems like they've not that he ever left Man City, but they've sort of welcomed him back with open arms. I like that that they said. Look, if they're interested, we're not going to stand your way. Best of luck. Mm. They don't want you, or you don't want to go there. You know, your job here is. You know, we want you still. It's 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 a nice situation. Here's a new contract. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very nice. Very nice. Um, more stuff. More stuff. <laughs> more <laughs> stuff. What I'm yes. Saying. Um, here we got more stuff. Specifically, the. Uh, Finishing up the oh, culmination, wrapping up the season of the Champions League is always the most exciting day for me of the domestic yeah. uh, season. Oh, the, and also not to, not not forgetting that's wrapping up the European season. Let's not forget wrapping up the domestic English season, uh, the FA Cup final, which was held last weekend. Mm. The winners, Chelsea, yes, against Manchester. Your favourites, yes, of course. So well done to them. Can I say my response to that final was it's possibly the most boring final I've seen in a long time of any I kind. I was on the edge of my seat. Were you? Yeah, just to try and make some excitement in the room. <laughs> just to see. Like, <laughs> oh, I might fall right. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I can see as a Chelsea fan why you might be on the edge of your seat because it was attack versus defence for most of the game. Um, 
I know that sounds like a, one of those dumb yeah. football things to say, but it's basically United just trying to break down Chelsea yeah. and failing miserably. What I liked it was about really, it, really boring. What I liked about it is it would really annoy Mourinho because Chelsea basically just played like a Mourinho team. Right, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. no. Yeah, you're not coming through. Yeah. And it like... Chelsea just put five men at the back, three men in front of them the whole game, and it worked fine. And it was just, but it's just, but two two managers opposing each other, playing what I would consider now to be out of date football with no plan B. Mm. And there's the, the, that's an equation that always ends with boring for me. But Chelsea won, so who cares? Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so fair play. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Uh, Phil Jones gave us more reasons to be terrified that he's in the England squad. I'm terrified Over that he's the just likes of Chris kill, Smalling. He's going to kill himself in a football match. He's 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 mad. It, yeah. It's always like the, the pundits, uh, Shearer and Wright, was it at the end of the game? Were both saying like it's, it's always last ditch with him. Yeah. He always manages to get himself into but a position not... where it's like I've got to make this. T- tackle or everything's fucked yeah like just just stay calm and why are you stepping away from a long pass when it's coming over your midfield towards hazard like he was he was stepping away from the ball i know all you need to do is just step forwards and make that tackle and win the ball before he even gets a touch i don't understand what's going on there i'm terrified that he's in the squad over the likes of chris smalling who yes is not very good either but still doesn't do that sort of shit best of a bad bunch yeah, I really hope he's the bottom of pecking order of centre backs. I think he probably the will likes be. of Harry Maguire are considered think, higher up. I think he probably will be. I hope so. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Back to the uh, Champions League final. It's uh, creeping up on us Saturday evening. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna be there. We're not gonna be there. We're gonna watch it. We're not travelling to Kiev, no, especially not, after they've cancelled all those flights. Not this time round. No, no, not after um, last time. Too, too many people died last time. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't want that. Blood on our hands. Yeah. Um, looking forward to it. I cannot wait. I yeah. cannot wait. Um, yeah, I think it's always the most exciting thing. Even if there's something about the Champions League that has so much sort of grandioseness <laughs> that even if it's boring, even if it's sort of a damp squib final, it's still so exciting for some reason. Yeah. Kind of like a World Cup final. Yeah. Not comparing the two, but it's still very exciting. No, I think there'll be goals. Goals galore. I expect so. With the likes of Salah versus Marcelo on that side of the pitch. Got to be goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so very excited. Good. And um, I thought, as a result, inspired by what BBC Sport have been doing today... Right. I would ask you, Dave... Okay. Uh, ...about how many players from the starting eleven, not substitutes, because right. there are some notable substitutes... Oh, okay. How many players from the starting eleven of Liverpool's winning... Champions League winning 2005 squad. Oh, can you remember? God. Uh, now, what I thought we would do is we'd go from the back to the front in terms yeah. of positions. Always start at the back. And I can give you some cryptic clues. Okay. And you see who you remember and see who you don't remember. All right. Okay. okay. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is a good game. Good bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good bit of fun. Um, so, goalkeeper. I think I know. I think it was Dudek. It was Jesse Dudek. Yes. Yes. Famously for his. Penalty saving antics and the the Bruce Grobbler wobbly legs thing he was doing. Yeah, to that's right. Him. And yeah. just being an all round nice guy. He seemed quite interesting. He went to Real Madrid after that, I believe, didn't he? Shortly after that, a few years after. Absolutely. Yeah. Was their number two uh, goalkeeper. Yeah. Right back. Oh, right back. Played for Liverpool for a long time. Oh, um, shares. Yeah, no, uh, St- Finnan. Steve Finnan. Steve Finnan. Yes. My, my clue is going to be shares the first name with the iconic captain. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Two out of two. Two out of two. Let's go left back now. Uh, okay. I want. I want to say. Uh, Risa. No. no. He actually. You've named him. He was playing, but not left back. Oh, okay. 
Oh, okay. Scored um, a famous own goal in the Premier League for Liverpool. Very uh, infamous own goal. No, don't know. Shares. Uh, oh, no, that's that's too cryptic. Got nothing. I can't think of anything else. Nationality. He was a very, very unremarkable player. Uh, one of the African nations. I can't remember which. Oh. Uh, no. Jimmy Traore. Oh, I wouldn't have got very, that. Very, very average player. No. Somehow would... managed to play in that final. Oh, yeah. I okay, don't know if fine. they... I can't remember... If, well, I guess Risa moved to left midfield and they needed to fill it with somebody, so there was Jimmy yeah, Traore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he scored that famous own goal against Bolton where he, he like, did the Zidane turn into his own net. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, anyway centre-backs. Uh, Carragher. Yep. And Huppier. Yep. Yes. Yeah, well done. So that's your back four. Okay. Okay, so midfield. Oh, uh, let's go left left midfield. I think we know it'd be John Arnarisa. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right midfield. I'm gonna say I can't remember if he's a if he's a winger or a striker. Is it Smitzer? No. Ah, he was playing though. He, he came scored on as a sub. One of the goals. Okay. Yeah, but that's he was not in, in the starting eleven. Uh two thousand five. He scored that well, probably the best of the bunch, that long shot from outside the box that Dida should have saved, but he sort of palmed it into the corner. Ah. Was it a striker playing on the wing? No. No, don't know then. We've already talked about the country he's from in one of the news stories. And this country supposedly doesn't exist. Oh, Harry Kuehl. Harry Kuehl. Right, okay. Yeah. I thought he'd left by then when I looked this up, but no, 2005, he was still playing for Liverpool, played in the Champions League final. Wow. Okay, so left midfield we know, John Arnarisa. Yeah. Two centre midfielders, should be able to get this. Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Diddy Harman. No. Mm. I guess, hold on a minute. Surely it was him, wasn't it? No, apparently not. Apparently not. Okay. Oh. Then he he played, I think. He was in the squad, but not in the starting eleven. Oh, I don't know that. I had to second guess that because no, you do know this player. Oh, I do, yeah. yeah. Of course I do. Yeah. 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 It's uh Alonso. Yes. Yes. Jabby Alonso. Yes. Chubby the two Alonso. forwards. Now this one surprised me as well. Yeah, I think what I is one of them um Stephen Ongo. No, that's oh. no he, he joined Liverpool I think after then or if he was playing for them then he was very, very young. Okay. So Smeets we've said was wasn't. He was wasn't on the starter. bench. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you a clue about one of them. Yeah, okay. His first name is the same as an Italian city. Think of big Italian cities, especially Italian cities that are very good at okay. football. Okay. Uh and fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rome he was no. he was another one of these players that played for Liverpool big big team like Liverpool and was very unremarkable Milan Barros Milan Barros yes. very like yeah, yeah. number five weirdly he was number five was he yes and there there comes your crazy num <laughs> know, number yeah. skills if you ask me all this numbers fine <laughs> Don't know okay Harry Kill's number seven well, I wouldn't actually no, know. No, Jamie no. Lonzo's number. Uh, 14. Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't I don't matter. remember. It's so weird. It's weird. It no. is weird. No, okay. So and the, the final one, the other striker. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you got any ideas off the bat? No. No? So, okay. So he scored a infamous uh, controversial goal against Chelsea in the Champions League that season. Oh, Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia. And there's your starting 11. I didn't do too bad there. I think I got most of them, didn't I? You got With most help. of them. With help. You got your Dudex, you got your Finnans, you got your Traorays, you got your Carragers, your Hippias, your Alonzos, your Gerards, your Reeses, your Kuhls, your Garcias, and your Barroshes. 
Is that a better team than the current Liverpool team? I don't think so by a by a country mile. No. There's some real holes in that team. Um, Luis Garcia, Milan Barros, pretty, uh, you know, Luis Garcia was the better of the two, but pretty average. I think Jimmy Traore, mm. God, what a, you know, and even Dudek, like he obviously was good that night, but unremarkable player. Yeah. Harry Kuehl, very hot and cold for me. Yeah. So the Liverpool team now, they've got a lot more strength and depth and, and, more exciting, I think, personally. Well, good luck to them. Good luck. Thank you for that little quiz, Jay. To them. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I enjoyed it. Um, yes, so very excited about that. Now, you, be- I believe, have got some transfer news for me. I've got... Well, for everyone. I do. For everyone. For everyone. Transfer stuff. Yes. Is it, this yes, is. I yes, do. it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, it's that time of year, of course. Hopefully, these kind of stories are going to be coming in thick and fast. Oh, fast and thick. And please. World Cup years and Euro Championship years, they are often times where big, big transfers happen because of it's the window to look at yeah. what these players can do, right? If you have someone has a good World Cup. I mean, here, watch, here come the zeros. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but also for exciting young things to pop out of nowhere and be signed for big money by big clubs and be the next kind of starlets. So yes. that, that'll be very interesting to see. However, these two stories about old hands. Oh. Old, old hands of football. Um, veterans, if you like. Veterans. Uh, both who have retired from international football. The first of which we discussed, I think, last week. Wayne Rooney. Ah, Wayne Rooney. Yes. So is he lo- on his way then? Looks like it is happening. It wasn't just speculation. Uh, this, the headline is, and this is from BBC Sport, Wayne Rooney, Everton forward to meet MLS side DC United. So uh, he looks like he'll be holding talks in Washington with the Major League Soccer side on Thursday. That's today. That is today. So he's probably already done it. Um, the 32-year-old has already agreed a deal in principle. So... He's agreed a deal verbally, and now he's going there today to meet with them. Looks like it's all going to go ahead. Iron out the details. Yep. Uh, it's understood to be a fact-finding mission for him. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> he's going on... This is like a, a sort of treasure hunt. Is he, well, he going to find out what currency he needs? Yeah. And does he, he probably knows nothing about the rest of the world. We don't know that. He could be, he could be well-educated in terms of geography. Actually, thinking about it, that's a very dumb thing of me to say because he's been, he would have been to so many places yes. as a footballer and probably seen almost none of them. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's understood that he's been offered a contract until the end of the 2020 MLS season. So a couple of years, I guess. Uh, BBC Sport also understands that Everton have given Rooney permission to speak to the American club, but would welcome him to remain next season and finish out his contract. Well, that's nice. Oh, isn't it nice? Uh, and the Toffees are also keen for Rooney to discuss his future with their new director of football, who's the former PSV Eindhoven sporting director, Marcel Brands, who I've never heard of. Not familiar with him, I'll be honest with you, Joseph. Yeah, and, and to meet their new manager once appointed, uh, who seems to be, it seems like it's going to be Marco Silva, the speculation who continues. is the person they actually wanted? Before like, they got Allardyce. Yeah. Well, they settled for second choice oh. Allardyce. Mm. So it's an interesting one, that. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Okay. It looks like it's con- the, the, the momentum behind that story is continuing. Well, I wish him all the best. Yes, good luck mm-hmm. to him. Legend, mm-hmm. of course, uh, of, of England. The second one, the other old hand. Please. Andres Iniesta. Oh, yes. Uh, Spanish fella. Spanish fella? Yes. Uh, 
Spanish World Cup 2010 goal score winning winning goal scoring fella. They had there's a picture of him uh, in the new camp with all with all, him with all the trophies that he's won. Yeah, you could hardly see him. Thirty four. Crazy. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. No, hold on. One it's, for each year of his life. It says it in here somewhere. He is thirty four. That's correct. Thirty two, in fact. Yeah. He so. still looks old in thirty two, doesn't he? He does. It's it, the it's the thinning hair. He hasn't aged well, but uh, let that not be a problem for us. Okay, uh, <laughs> so Andres Iniesta, Barcelona legend, had a lot of offers, but he has signed for Japan's Vissel Kobe, Japan, Japanese club. Was there not an option for him just to stay at Barcelona? I imagine or so. Was yeah. he not really playing that much or what? I'm sure he's amazing. He's like, well, Yeah, I mean, he's still he's, world class and he's he was a string playing. puller. Yeah, I'm sure he was playing regularly for them. Um, anyway, but obviously not. what seems to be the sort of trend now is for legends not to finish their career where they, in, in a romantic way, like Rooney, but... but Go and get a nice or payoff. Or like Rooney was going to. But yeah, go abroad and get some ridiculous payoff. Uh, it does seem odd to me. I don't know why you would want... Um, you know, twenty odd seasons playing for Barcelona, and then one sneaky one at the end, Japan. Yeah, and you I'd know, I just, I'd want to if it if my career record looked that good, of you know, seven hundred hundred odd appearances or something. I don't know why you'd want twenty odd appearances in Japan. Are you saying the, the Jap- Japanese are going to tarnish his reputation? It's nothing to do with the country, nothing to do with the league. It's just if it were me, I would I would want to show the ultimate loyalty to the club and retire there personally. Well, just shows what. Nasty piece of work he is. <laughs> <laughs> but he should have been bastard of the week, really. He should, yeah. For <laughs> leaving Barcelona. Yeah. So Barcelona legend Andres Iniesta said he dismissed offers from elsewhere to join Vissel Kobe, the Japanese club Vissel Kobe, because they showed they had trust and confidence in him. Now, mm. what he means by that is... <laughs> trust and confidence? As if clubs around the world wouldn't show trust and confidence yeah. in possibly the greatest midfielder who's ever lived. All right, show me a list of what you've achieved. Yeah, I'm not still not sure. <laughs> still 32 not. trophies, is that it? Is yeah. that all you can bring to my club? I don't have trust or confidence Pathetic, in you. mate, get out. <laughs> Try Japan, they'll have you. They're very trusting. The 34-year-old completed his move to the Japanese top flight side after leaving Barca where he spent 22 years. Ah, konnichiwa. Yes. <laughs> What's goodbye? Yeah. Oh, see you right. See you later. Nearly. <laughs> 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 fucking hell. Um, I had a, this is a, a quote from him. Uh, shall I try? <laughs> shall I try it? Sure. You, I mean, what in uh, Spanish? Uh, yeah, he doesn't say Lucas has to work hard to the end of the season though. No. So I'm not sure if I can do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of offers. No. It sounds uh, like a, some sort of. Sinister baddie from a... Sinister camp guy. Yes. Yeah. I had a lot of offers. Other clubs showed an interest in me, said the Spain international, who is reported to be on $30 million annual salary. Ooh, that's nice. It'll do, wouldn't it? Yeah. I chose Vissel Kobe because it was an interesting project. He added, there was also a lot of trust and confidence in me as a person and also as a player. That was a big reason. Yeah. So trusting as a person first, player, sure. But uh, can we trust you? You're not going to steal from us. You're not going to steal from us, okay? (laughs) You're not going to defraud us. Uh, Okay, you can do the kick in the ball. Brilliant. But we want to know, are you a tea leaf? No, I'm not. Right, you sign then. Here's $30 million. Tea leaf. He said, I am... Oh, no, I've skipped a line there. Kobe owner Hiroshi Mikitani, nothing to do with Mikitarian, said Iniesta helped... 
this is this is a mistake in a BBC article. I'm disgusted. I'm going to ask for my licence like, fee back. Not like them. Kobe, this is literally what, how this sentence is written. Kobe owner Hiroshi Mikitani said Iniesta helped the next generation of players. Iniesta helped the next generation of players. What do you mean helped? He hasn't gone there yet. No, he? not helped. Not in the past tense. Help. Oh, Iniesta, help. It, Iniesta, next... help! <laughs> the, the next generation of players, please. So Kobe, this is Kobe owner um, Hiroshi Mikitani. This is a quote from him, okay? So now I'm going to do my amazing Japanese accent. Yeah, now we're okay. talking. Just be careful. I am a confident Iniesta philosophy. Leadership and DNA will be a terrific inspiration. Not only for Kobe, but the Japanese football society. That's actually very good. That's Angry it. Japanese man. Tsunami! <laughs> yes. Just say a word that related uh, to they, they love this. Yahtzee! <laughs> is, that, is that a Japanese game? Traditionally. It sounds it, doesn't it? It does. We'll go with that. Okay. Uh, Mikitani added, oh God, do I have to do more? All right. Uh, we look forward to Iniesta not only strengthening our team's performance, but also contributing to the development of the next generation of players through the introduction of an interesting methodology to the youth academy. I'm done with that. Yahtzee! <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it looks like he's, he's gone there, you know, and good luck to him. But throughout his 22-year uh, career at Barcelona, he's won 32 trophies where he made 674 senior appearances. And he joined the club at the youth setup at the age of 12. That's nice. So, well done and good luck to him. And he's going to be at the World goes. Cup as well. Is he playing? So, yeah, I thought he'd retired. Oh, no, no. He's in the World Cup squad, mate. Interesting. Yeah. They left out Alvaro Morata and Cesc Fabregas, the They Spanish. did. They did. Uh, which, you know, that's fine. That's up to them. I don't run things over there. Mm. Interesting. Uh, they would. I would have picked them. I would have picked one of them. But anyway, another interesting thing about World Cup squads, and it's good news for England. Yes. Radia Nijngolen of AS Roma. Yeah, he's not in the Belgium squad. No. He's their best player on paper for me. I thought he was a star performer for Roma as well. Yeah, I really don't understand Roberto Martinez's decision there. Is it all the tattoos? Uh, possibly. He's mm. not presentable. No. But it could. He, it doesn't it, matter if you're wearing a high collar, I can still see them poking out. Now go <laughs> and put a polo neck on. Okay. Roger, you've tattooed your fingers. Okay. <laughs> Cover your entire body. Put gloves on. Um, right, you're going in goal. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> so, Thanks, Dave. Good for England, though. Good for England, because for me, he's the, probably their best player on paper. And yeah, but what about grass? Yeah, well, I think the World Cup in Russia, they they don't have much grass. It's so, all yeah. paper. It's all paper. They're playing yeah. on paper. Yeah, paper um, cuts. Might need different footwear and yeah, slippers, slippers. Lots of trees. That one. That's not very economic, is it? It's all syn green. It's synthetic paper. It could just be synthetic anything, then, couldn't it? Why is it synthetic paper? Uh, because that's what it says on but the But it isn't going to be. We're talking absolute nonsense here. We don't know what it's going to be. It could be anything. I was going to make the point that they've left out nine Nijngolen. Well, she would. And they've included Christian Benteke in their squad. Benteke fried chicken? You're joking. Benteke fried chicken. Uh, well, different positions, first of all. I don't think they're going to play Benteke in the middle of the uh, midfield. If they do, he'd probably... That would be amazing. It, if they do, he'd probably play better than he played for... for he'd score um, more goals. Score more goals than he scored for Crystal Palace he's, this season. He scores like a midfielder, doesn't he? Oh, you mean not very often? Exactly, that's the joke. Very yeah. good, very good. Badum tush. Badum tush. Uh, well, let's just stop there. Ridiculous yeah, decision. We've got yeah. more shit to get through, haven't we, Dave? Let's move on. Shall move we? On. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So, oh, I'd better hold on. I'd better cap this, uh, cap this off with a little bit of.
That's your transfer stuff. Because that is your transfer stuff. There is transfer stuff. And now we are straight into... Now? Right now. What? What? Now. Now. Okay. Where are they now? <laughs> sort of falls off the map, that one, a bit, doesn't it? Where are they now? I'm not where so are they sure, now, Dave. Joe? I'm Joe? waiting for you to tell me. Where are they now? Who are they now? And why remember he's uh, let's not do it. Why are you going him. Jimmy Savile? Yeah, come on. Now then, Dave. Now then, now then. Uh where are they now? I'm gonna say to you Grant Holt. Yes. Uh Norwich. I only really remember him as Norwich, but I believe he played for Aston Villa as well. He played for uh, some other clubs. He did. Did he play for Wigan? Possibly. Yeah. Big, aggressive, powerful forward. No, he played in the Premier League. Who did he play for? Norwich. For no- yeah, was it? Okay, fine. Uh, former Norwich City's forward, Grant Holt, has agreed to appear in the World Association of Wrestlings. <laughs> Maybe just just start that again. Okay. Former Norwich mod Grant Holt has agreed to appear in the World Association of Wrestling. So whoa, hold on a minute, Dave. Or, He's becoming or, a wrestler. Or wow, wow. World Association of Wrestling. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, welcome to wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is it Jonathan Moss who started this or something? Uh, no. No. The 37-year-old who played for Barrow in the National League last season starts his wrestling training on Thursday. Today! today. Everything's happening today. Yes. Rooney's chatting in Washington today. And he will initially combine it with his football commitments. Uh, Holt is scheduled to team up with Roy and Zach Knight. That's Zach Knight, not Zat Knight, the footballer. Mm. Uh, Roy and Zach Knight, known as the UK Hooligans... <laughs> At Fightmare 3 in 2019. Ah, Fightmare. Fightmare. That's not Nightmare. Because all they've done is change one letter. That's very good. Yes. Fightmare 3, so we've missed two. Oh, man, where was I? Shit. I must have been washing um, my hair. It says here, Whoa, was founded by Ricky Knight, Soraya Knight, and Jimmy Ocean. Oh, that's a fantastic name. All people I know. In Norwich in 1994. Holt has scored over 150 goals in more than 400 career appearances as a footballer with Rochdale, Nottingham Forest, Shrewsbury and Wigan amongst his former clubs. You are correct. He is not, Joe, the first professional footballer to branch out into wrestling. No, no, he isn't the goalkeeper. Yes. Uh, Former Germany uh, and Werder Bremen goalkeeper Tim Weiss also moved from... Visa. Whatever. It's Visa. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Also moved from the pitch to the ring. He joined WWE in 2016. And Stuart Tomlinson, uh, who was the Burton Albion footballer. I didn't know. I don't know him. He spent two years in WWE, so the big one as well, Mm. using the ring name Hugo Knox. Hugo Knox. (laughs) After leaving in 2013. Is that supposed to sort of knocks meaning like hits, punches, and is it Hugo meaning huge? Tits. Could be tits. Hugo knots. Is he basically just saying I've got huge big tits? Knockers. And that's <laughs> I don't know. I've got big man boobs. He's a comedy, uh, comedy one. Comedy one, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there you go. Grant Holt is in Wall. That's where he is now. <laughs> That's where he is. Where is he now? He's in Wall. Uh, this got me thinking, this story. Did it? So you were saying that whatever his name is had a, a wrestler name of Hugo Huge Tits. Hugo Knox. Hugo Tits, right? Yeah. So Grant Holt, he needs one. Yeah. Right. The Holt? Well, I came up with uh, Holt Who Goes There. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Incredible Halt. And I thought that, you know, he like his maybe his Just ignore it then. It's <laughs> <Yes>, okay. <laughs> it's not as good as mine. No, you're right. No, yours is better. I see you ironically nodding. <laughs> um and it, obviously wrestlers need a signature move. You know, the rock, he had the what, the choke slam or something? And yeah. then you've got The Undertaker who had the tombstone. Well, you how'd you know all this? Oh, I never used to watch it when I was a kid. Okay. Never did. No, okay. no. I figured it could be football related, so maybe the shoulder barge. Oh yeah, yeah. Or the, the something. The... Or the um, the two footed uh, studs up challenge. Yeah, that'd be a good one. The professional foul. The professional. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds slightly polite that one. Yeah, it? yeah. And uh, now um... we're going to perform the professional foul. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of it. That's no. like you might the just... power header. Yeah, the... just nuts them in the face. The elbow. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. The the the, the spinning elbow, the spin- you know, because yeah, that's yeah. sometimes what they yeah. do, isn't it? Um, the spit in the face. Oh, they do that sometimes no, when they're being no, naughty, no, no. don't they? No. Or the um, that, that I've, I'm done. The penalty. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it, we've exhausted that. We have a bit. Anyway, that's where he is now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Where's there? It is. <laughs> And that's where they are now. Uh, that's where he is now. You know, one of them. He is now in wow. He is now in wow. Uh, it sounds like Owen Wilson saying wow, doesn't it? Wow. That's <laughs> what he does in every movie ever. Wow. He does it well, though. He does it. Wow. He does it wally wow. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Come on. So, all right, all right, all right. It's time for Bastard. Ah, okay. Good. It is. And... Uh, I have two. Oh, David, do we have time for two? I'll leave it up to you for two. I, let's let's choo- choose your best one. And, They're quick and, ones. Oh, well, why did you ask me? <laughs> Bastard of the week. Is it me or does that get longer? No, I can't keep saying that every, every time. time. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, there's a certain amount of repetition that's okay, but that was quite long. So these are two genuine bastards that are very troubling. Oh, unfortunately, oh, they're not. Okay. They're not funny, but oh. they're important subjects to address for a podcast like ours that takes itself only seriously. Mm. Right? Yes. <laughs> so, Brighton and Hove Albion defender Shane Duffy. Yeah. What about him? Well, Dave, some homophobic Twitter slurs have come out. Uh, that he oh. tweeted some years ago, about around 2011 and 2012, unfortunately. Okay. So it's more of an issue of homophobia Phobia in football. Phobia against homes. I mean... Mm, the worst kind. Yeah, footballers all must live in caravans then if they're all homophobic. Yeah. Well, it's still a home. Home is where the heart is. So they're just literally just homeless then. Just homeless, that's yeah, it. But of course we know that's not what that means, David. No, it means... So, don't like gays. Uh, it, uh, offensive tweets have emerged from a footballer whose team is at the forefront of tackling homophobia. Yes. Because they have, obviously, Brighton, very famous for having a prominent um, LGBTQ community. Yes, um, yes. And it is so, that does add to the story of it being particularly surprising that someone who plays for that club would uh, say this sort of stuff. It's pretty rubbish, is what he's saying. Brighton Hove Albion defender Shane Duffy, 26, posted a series of slurs on the social media platform Twitter in 2011 and 12 and called uh, gay X Factor contestant Rylan Clark Neal a thing. 
right, okay. He referred to him as a thing. Okay. That uh, might not necessarily be about his sexuality. Uh, well, it, it's all about the context, right? Yeah. So um, this is uh, a tweet from him uh, replying to somebody else, a, a friend of his, Johnny Taylor 23. Tell oh. him he's a thing and go get his eyebrow, eyebrows waxed, the girl. Yeah, man, defo. Good chat. Yeah. <laughs> Good chat. Good chat, bro. Uh, yeah. The spokesman added, the club's stance on homophobia is well known and we have a zero tolerance approach. It almost seems like something you don't need to say, isn't it? We have a zero tolerance approach to homophobia. Yeah. I guess it's sort of like saying, yeah. we have a zero tolerance approach to murder. No, no one's ever gone, we have a 50-50 tolerance. <laughs> right. Uh, Why do you even need <laughs> yeah. to say no. that they've got a zero tolerance approach to something that's we so have a, obviously we have disgusting? A, we have an 80% tolerance of <laughs> yeah. uh, homophobic. It, it's almost as if they're saying there's a scale <laughs> there and they're, yeah, we, we're on the we're on zero, maximum. Mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Shane made the post when he was still a teenager. So... Uh, he has since previously apologised for any offence he may have unwittingly caused. As far as the club is concerned, that draws a line under this issue. So he said sorry, and that makes it okay. Yeah. Mm. Mr Duffy was playing for Everton at the time that he posted his tweets. So I guess the link to Brighton perhaps unfair, because he wasn't even there. But still, he plays for them now. A spokesperson for the FA said, We were made aware that the allegations of the allegations and uh, are investigating them. We wrote to the player last month to warn him about his future conduct. Mm. This is another tweet uh, from Shane Duffy. Seriously, Rylan, get off my screen. I actually hate this man slash whatever he is. <laughs> yeah, slightly more. It's slightly a little stronger. Bit, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, when the, when the early part of the article says he referred to a gay person as a thing, you think, yeah. well, I, you know, I don't know the context yet. Yeah. But the tweets are pretty telling. Yeah, I can remember watching the uh, that uh, that show when he was on it, and I found him quite annoying. Not because he was gay or anything, just because he was quite annoying. Right. Yeah. And and to be fair, most of the people on that program were quite annoying. Exactly. So um, to pick one of them out and say yeah. this person, I in don't particular, whatever he is, oh, he's annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the real reason then? Yeah. You know? Just say oh. you don't like his singing or something like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Peter Thatchell, human rights campaigner, said he was surprised by the tweets. They are from quite a few years ago, but they are certainly homophobic. It's totally unacceptable. He does play for a team in one of the most gay cities in Britain, and his team is regularly subjected to homophobic abuse by fans from rival teams. So you would think Shane would be very firm in opposing prejudice of any kind. That's a good point. That Brighton have this, obviously, this tag of being a sort of very gay-friendly city, which is fantastic. Yeah. But I didn't realise that Brighton themselves, from opposing fans, get... Oh, yeah, they get a hell of a lot of abuse about it. That's just another reason to just hate football, isn't it, really? Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, surely, water for ducks back, isn't it? It's like, well, they're just thinking to go, and the people who are, you know, there will be people in that who are affected by that. Yeah. And most people would be affected, but it's like, well, what are you, what are you talking about? It just shouldn't be Why something... Why are you aiming at us? Is this, yeah. What, the, so, the, the football club is gay. So, you know. And even if it was, why is that even something that you would but think? But how can a football can club be piss? gay? Like, it's, you know. Right. But I, for, for, for me, the, the underlying issue is like, why is that what people would go to to try and get a rise out of someone or something? Like, why is that even something that you would try and take the piss out of someone? Well, it's for? like anything, isn't because it? Because it is so normal and, and, and accepted. It is now. Yeah. yeah. So why is it like. Because, because it's probably. I'm not. De- I'm not defending it. No. But these people have probably had that sort of stuff handed down to them from generations. Yeah, and it's the. Um, it says more about 
these fans mm. um, than it does about anything else because we live in such a modern time that is so accepting of these things in modern places, i.e. the London area and yes. Brighton, that these people are still doing it now thinking that it's okay. Yeah, so well, there's a lot just, about them. They're the, they're the odd ones. That's that's the that's the fact. And they're football fans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Am I treading dangerous water here by criticising football fans so much on a football podcast? No, because you're only criticising the ones that are need that are homophobic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And any other phobic. And any other phobic. So Shane Duffy, bastard of the week number one. Right. And some fans who would criticise Brighton purely for that. Bastard number two. Yes. Agreed. We go just just to uh, soothe our listeners' ears. This isn't how we're going to end the podcast. We've got <laughs> some funny puns coming up. Oh, thank God for that! <laughs> Today, this has come out. This news story, right? Hot, 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 off the press. hot, off the press. hot, off the press. hot, hot, hot. It's about an amateur football referee, yeah, who has been viciously attacked. The worst assault uh, on a match official on British soil, apparently. Really? Yeah. Happened well. The news stories come out today. Didn't think it happened today. Uh, so, an attack on a referee at an amateur football match has been described as the worst assault on a match official on British soil. So, it was on Sunday. Sunday's incident occurred during a cup game organised by the Turkish Community Football Federation in North London. Obviously, right. a, a large Turkish community, uh, and they've got their own little sort of football setup. The federation said it is shocked and disgusted, and strongly condemns the incident, which was filmed. Uh, police told BBC Sport they are investigating an alleged assault on a man in his late 20s. So a young man. Young guy, just trying to be a referee in an amateur Helping game. out, probably. Helping out, probably for free, I imagine. Gets beaten up by a gang of fans based around a decision. I am losing my patience. Is it, I just understand. Like, you, you can't understand, but you could, you could imagine that uh, a couple of idiot... Uh, fans would lose their shit and go and attack him, which is completely wrong. But then for everyone else to then join in, surely everyone else would then be stepping in going, "Get what are you doing? Le- get off of him. But to then st- ju- step in and join in, I just doesn't, I can't get my head around it. it well, this, yeah, it's pack mentality, isn't it? But I, I it's don't, mob mentality. It's really? What? Yeah. Oh, so, oh, that bloke's being beaten up by five guys. I better go and join in. Better go and get my kick in. What? Doesn't make any sense. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it is understood the referee suffered only minor injuries, which is lucky, um, during the game at the River New River Sports Centre in White Hart Lane, so near Tottenham, which saw a Dumlupinar Yeni Malatiaspor beat GSFC 2-1. So one of those names I can say, one of them yes, I can't. Yes. Um, the Metropolitan Police said it was called to a report of an assault between 6.50 and 9.05 in White Hart Lane. Footage of the incident is all over the internet, so I'd recommend having a look at it. Um, Footage shows uh, a man being tackled to the ground and kicked on the floor by a group of people on the pitch. So they stormed onto the pitch, tackled him, and started kicking him while he was down. Pathetic. Horrible. Horrible. Uh, This is the worst assault on a match official we have seen on British soil, said the Ref Supports Chief Executive Martin Cassidy. Uh, The subject needs to be taken seriously, and the FA Referees Department needs to allow a pilot body, um, a pilot, sorry, a pilot of body cams at grassroots level, so cameras mounted on the referee, Mm. uh, to not only act as a deterrent to assaults and abuse, but also as an evidence collecting device. Fair enough. So pretty, pretty serious. That's, I recommend yeah. listeners go and find this footage and look at it online. It's pretty shocking. Not nice. Don't like that at all. Definitely a bastard. Definitely bastards. Bastards. Yes. So really, it's a real dig at fans and players this week. Yeah, you've, you're, you're having it out with everyone, aren't you, Joe? I like picking fights.
Hey, not with a ref. Well, no, 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 well, no, 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 not with authority figures. No, with so criminals. Not. Yes. <laughs> or he always, whenever Joe goes out, if he's having a fight, he just picks the criminal in the room. They're going to be the easiest ones to fight with, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and that's Bastard of the Week. It's a good one. Yeah. Bastard. Of the week. Wow, Dave, we've already gone slightly over the hour mark. Don't worry about that, it's but fine. We're going to end on a really fun note, aren't we, Dave? Yeah, we, we, we've got some more puns for everyone. Gonna, oh, we're gonna, yes. We're going to do this a lot, I think, because we enjoy it. Uh, last week, the subject was... What barbecues? No, no, that was, that was the week before. before. It was... Some parties. Parties. That's what it was. Yes. And this week, uh, because it's... Uh, it's it's holiday season, so I'm going on holiday soon. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it should be holiday footballer puns. Oh yes. So we're going to rattle through these. We're going to play a bit a bit of pun tennis. We've got roughly ten each, haven't we? Yes, we which have. Which has become part have. become a sort of regular theme for us to have ten each, and we fight it out. We do. So shall I go first? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, you need to change up your Raheem Sterling. Very good. Yeah. Needed to change nothing. No. Yeah, very good, very good. I've got one where you I didn't need to change anything. No? So okay, good. I'll fight you on that. So obviously not all holidays, they're not all postcard beach holidays where you go and sit under a palm tree on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people might want to just go to a Theo Wool cottage. <laughs> yeah, they might, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Theo Wool cottage. Nice Theo Wool cottage in the country. Yeah. Um, I've got one uh, Chelsea player. Um Pedlo. <laughs> <laughs> just Pedlo. Just Pedlo. Love it. He doesn't yeah. have a second name or a no, first name, really. No. He's just one and name. S- and certain people may say it like that as well. Pedlo. Pedlo. They might do, yeah. yeah if so. they're perhaps of the Oriental persuasions that mix the L and the R's around. Yeah, or anyone else from the Mediterranean. As Who well. mixes the L and R's around. Yes. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Uh, not all holidays are very long, are they? No. No. You might just have a little Kieran Day trippier to the close. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. Uh, what about a dip in the Claude swimming puel? <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, and once again, you know, holidays aren't necessarily to warm weather climates, are they? No. You could go for a bit of James Tarkov skiing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could. You could. You could. <laughs> um, uh, if you don't want to carry a wallet... Go on a Neville Southall inclusive. <laughs> oh my god! That's... <laughs> I, when you started saying Neville Southall, I did not. Neville did... Southall inclusive. Yeah, hmm. he's had a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> Bet he has. Yeah. Um, Italy, very famous destination <clears throat> for holidays. I went there last summer myself, and I had quite a few of these. Yeah, you, you might want to try the local beverages. Yeah. Okay, and have a few Julian Speronis. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. Um, don't get burnt. Put on your Park G suntan lotion. It's <laughs> so simple. Like me. I love it. <clears throat> Park G suntan lotion. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, very, like impo- it. very important. Very important for health. Yes. Yes. Um, of course, you know, it's the summer now, but there is a sort of a small holiday season. Yeah, uh, in the spring. So you might go for a spring holiday in Solly March. 
Solly March. He's a football player. He is a football player. Yeah, yes, Solly, Solly March. Yeah. yeah, not my strongest work. No. The Solly bit in March. In March. But I'll just put his. I'll just put his because it's his Solly. name. Yeah, yeah. 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 I get Kill him with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going on an eighteen to thirties, you'll probably go on a Tony Booze cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> Tony Cruz. Like it. Yeah, Very thanks. good. Yeah. Thanks. thanks. Um, of course, you know, if you're lucky enough, uh, you might be able to afford a really nice holiday if you win uh, the Ezekiel Shalotto. <laughs> if you win, as if you win the Ezekiel Shalotto. The Lotto, yeah, the Ezekiel Shalotto. Yeah. yeah. Going for all the big names, aren't you? I am, yeah. <laughs> Brighton players, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just get, get to bees on your list? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. No, I don't. No. Um, it will be hot if you're going to somewhere hot, so don't forget to Daniel drink water when you're in the sun. It's him again. Yeah, he's <laughs> I love it's it. Very easy. He's featured a lot. Yeah. A name like that. Yeah. Can't ignore it. Very good. Um, we've probably all had it, you know, when you go on holiday and you feel a little bit more inclined to spend some money. You know, you've, yeah. you've probably taken a lot of your, like you say, Raheem Sterling out there with you. Yeah. Uh, and you just see something really nice and on holiday and you just, Shkodran must have it. <laughs> you could have that with anything. <laughs> this is a holiday. Come on. Um, okay. Uh, make sure though, um, because they will get snapped up quick. So you've got to get uh, get up and uh, Lewis grabbing a sunbed early. Uh, yeah. The Germans will get there and get them. So you've does got, happen. You've got a Lewis you, grabber. You, you I've been on holidays where this happens, and you find yourself just having to play the game, right? Because otherwise you've just got nowhere to sit. But it's such a it's weird horrible thing to yeah. do, isn't it? Mm, mm. You get you. I walk. You walk down like before breakfast, like with your towels, walking past other people, going, "Yeah, I'm a twat. Yeah, I know. I am. I know I'm a twat." Well, you just lay your towel there and then piss off again and come yeah, back when you... come back in an hour, yeah. It is a bit twattish, but yeah. if you've got to do it, you've got to do it. You've got to play the game. So this is three in one, and it's sort of a, a long-winded couple of sentences, but I just couldn't not, couldn't not put them together. You couldn't not. So I'm going to count this as one of my ten, but really there's a few in there. Okay. So enjoy. Some people travel to Bruno Martin's India to discover themselves. <laughs> oh, God. And some even claim to find the Mario Lemining of life. <laughs> right. But some people just go away and stay in a Ragnar caravan. <laughs> okay. I like Ragnar caravan. Yeah. Yeah. All of them I thought were pretty shit, to be honest. Well, no, that's the best, that's the best one. <laughs> what? No, out of those three. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Joe, can I ask you, what time do you need to check in at the Americ Airport? Eh? <laughs> Airport. Eh? <clears throat> Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, often uh, holiday... <laughs> what? Your build-ups are better than the puns. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, often um, holidays are the perfect time to try out some exotic food. Yes. For example, some Kelechi Ia nachos. <laughs> yeah, very exotic. Yeah, you know, if you go, that's you know. a good. Yeah, I like that because he's food, come that's up about food, five times now. Food hasn't he? and holiday, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is my last one now. Yeah. Um, remember when you were a kid, you used to go along the beach and collect up all the Jamal seashells. <laughs> that's funny because I was looking at his name, trying to think of something to to make out of it because it's an odd name, Jamal seashells. Very good, thank you. I like it, and that's it from me. Over to you, back in the studio with your puns. For my final pun. Final pun. Uh, the final pun down. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. So, a very popular destination for British tourists 
is the Diego Costa del Sol. <laughs> hey, that's a good it's one. It's an easy win, that that's one. That's a it? good one. Yeah. yeah. Finish on the strong end. Uh, yeah, I thought Julian Speroni was my best that's one. A good, yeah, I'll have a couple of Julians, please. <laughs> yeah. Barred Hender. Oh, my God. Look at that clock. It's 71 minutes into this podcast. Yeah, we really... M- I've got to go, for sure. Um, you got, need a wee. Got better things to do. You can tell, can you? Yeah, just the way you're dancing around. Wriggling around, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Bye, wait. then. There's a bit of a burp in that. Um, enjoy. So Thank you for listening. Episode 64. 64. When we're 64, we're nearly, very nearly middle-aged and at retirement age, aren't we, around the back? So. Mm. Was it 65? Anyway, find us on iTunes, uh, roundtheback.com. Please comment on our stuff in it. Uh, we're also on uh, Android apps, Overcast, and CastBox. Mm, what else is there, Dave? Twitter, uh, at Round the Back Pod. Facebook, yep. search Round the Back. And Pod Knows also, yeah, which is a network of podcasts, yeah. uh, which we are on. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, and I All think that's up to date and in order. Pretty much it. I'd just like to end this episode with what I was thinking about today. Okay. So, yes. on my lunch break today, I thought, I'm going to try and find out something interesting, right? So I looked up how many planets there are in the Milky Way galaxy, which is the galaxy that we exist in, right? Yeah. Apparently there is around uh, 100 billion planets. Okay. And then I thought, well, that's obviously one galaxy. I, then I that's... thought I'd, I'd find out how many galaxies there are in the universe that are observable to us. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And there's around 100 billion of those as well. So the calculation to work out roughly how many planets there are in the entire universe is 100 billion times 100 billion. Uh, it's four, seven. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And that's what I was thinking about today. All right. No, you, you had me there. On the edge of your seat, were you yes, again? Yes, yeah. yeah. Just to try and stay awake. Goodbye, everybody. Bye!